0: And it was, you know, a good experience. Uh, but we didn't get the full LARPing experience because we hadn't made characters and uh, gotten into, you know, be a part of the plot from the like. What, what am I trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we get did. the. Ah. Welcome to three, two, one, on Podcast, a podcast about live action role play. Part of Next Level Nerd Podcast Network. This is our LARP show to learn more about LARPing things, uh, and sometimes just talk about LARP things, which is what we're gonna do today. Joining me is my brother Evan, hey, whom I recently LARPed with. Believe it or not, never yeah. saw that coming. We got to LARP this past weekend, right? Yes. It was like it was a while ago, <laughs> and we once again returned to our old stomping grounds and played a few hours, just in the morning till about dinner time at CosQuest or, or Quest, part of Circle of Swords Gaming Guild in Western Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh area. Now uh, this is the game that we both. First started larping at back in high school uh, well over a decade ago. We went semi-regularly enough to have uh you know some points that they still had on record, which is nice. We went as often as we could, being in high school and having part-time jobs and a lot of other curricular activities, extracurricular activities. And we went for a few years and then we didn't for a long time and then we started larping two or three years ago as as regular listeners will know. Our our tragic backstory. (laughs) And as we kind of were talking about before the show, probably the main reason we didn't LARP the whole time was time and money. And now we have a bit more money and sometimes can make time. Sometimes. LARP. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we didn't have any other obligations this weekend. And some guys that we knew who also LARPed with us back then were playing their characters this weekend at Quest. And we thought we'd give it a go. Yeah, so when we went back, was it last summer, I guess? Yeah. We had helped them with an event they were planning as part of the plot. So we just NPC'd the whole time. And it was, you know, a good experience. We didn't get the full experience because we hadn't made PCs and gotten into character and costume.
1: Yeah, we had no idea what was
0: going on. Right. Sort of knew most of the rules. <laughs> Mostly banging on, hoping things hadn't changed too much from when we played a long time ago. I guess they really hadn't. Probably not. The basics were all the same. Right. Three-edge. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we went to PC this time, so we made some characters. It's always fun making new characters. Definitely my favorite point of any game, I think. Right. Yeah, that was probably the... Best part, leading up to it, um, and it was different for me at least this time because when we got back into it a few years ago, it was more like, "Okay, what do I want my character be like, or look like, or have, or whatever?" And now I got to go find or make that equipment. Now, having been kind of just stockpiling things that I think are cool for LARP, I kind of had an inventory to peruse and could use things I had on hand more so than after. I did make a couple things, but. I don't know, for me that was a little different. You are sending things to your alt in your bank alt, basically. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> but maybe people who have been lumbering a long time are more familiar with that experience. You know, you kind of have that chess piece that you love that looks really nice that you dropped a pretty penny on, and it's kind of your go-to LARP piece that you sort of at least start with as a base of a costume or whatever. Although I think most of what I wore had never been used before. <laughs>
1: so
0: maybe had it been used once I made it a while ago but never used it because it didn't turn Uh, out quite how I wanted it I think you're thinking of a different piece that I used briefly and also didn't work out how I wanted it so I just went back to my old one anyway why don't you tell us a little bit about your character well I chose to play a caster again (laughs) before Frontier Dawn I really never interested in spellcasting casting. In any games, really. Now it seems all I ever do is play a healer or a caster. (laughs) So, the way this game does their magic, there are three magic classes you can take. And so one's elemental, and that's all. You can say you can take any element, but it's only the elemental spells. And then there's natural, that has healing and harming, which are the same spell, but one heals and one hurts, basically. <laughs> right. Yeah, and so they have, like, uh, some Scion, like, effect stuff, like uh, pinning and disarming. And then the Astral has enchanting and uh, movement stuff, like teleporting and uh, force for, like, knocking people down and shattering shields and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then any caster can take a school of knowledge or protection knowledge is like light and things like that. You know, a lot of general magic stuff. Mm-hmm. So my character I wanted I always liked enchanting stuff. Um, but not so much as like enchanting a sword and now it's a magic sword, like casting an enchantment spell on someone and now they're gonna do a little more damage or take less mm-hmm. damage. Buffs uh, and stuff. Buffs and, and debuffs, basically. But, sure. So I can't I focused on this character for Buffing, so he has a bunch of enchanting spells and protection stuff. So he focuses on enchanting, uh, which will buff most attacks, and then protection, which gives extra armor. And it's mostly, it's kind of like pre-healing in my mind. (laughs) Sure. Uh, If you're familiar with Warcraft, it's kind of like a uh, discipline priest. Mm. Shields and stuff. Shields and stuff like that, yeah. And then I took a shield and sword to mostly protect myself. Mm -hmm. And everyone kept thinking I was a fighter. And I kind of looked like one. <laughs> what I really wanted to do was stay in the back and like do support. Right. And you know, I had the shield to keep myself from dying and sword if I ran out of spells or could get a few swings in. And uh, we kind of somewhat last minute decided to go. At least like less than a week, I feel. Yeah. So we didn't have a lot of time to get together elaborate costumes. So I just chose to be human for perhaps the first time. In my gaming career. <laughs> right. Uh, because I've always thought. Yeah, other races were more interesting. I guess. Yeah. Um, no, ma- I didn't want to do any makeup. Any prosthetics. Just kind of wanted to show up. <laughs> right. There are several different humans in this game. And you don't have to pick. The, um, one kit or another. You can just be human. But if you pick one. Then you get get more skills. I see. And there's a gypsy race, which I'll probably go with, mostly because I already have a bunch of sashes and such (laughs) from Neptune being a pirate. And any kind of backstory or motivation or anything else interesting Uh, RP-wise or whatever? I hadn't set on anything. I had this idea of having, like, coming from a family and, like, either getting kicked out or deciding to leave for some reason, but nothing I totally set on yet. Mm -hmm. mostly he was just out for adventure and to make a name for himself. Classic. Yeah. Perhaps a little boring or cliche. At one point, I wondered if I would play less of a good guy than I usually do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I almost always play a a good guy, like in any role-playing game. So maybe someone who's not just jumped at the first chance to help someone. (laughs) Maybe a little more suspicious, maybe a little more selfish. Maybe more out to get make money something, right. just to switch things up and yeah, cool yeah. And I had fun with the character so far. <laughs> yeah, this was their last event of the year. That will be a feast day, I believe they call it uh, in November. But it's more of uh, you, it you come and character, but I don't think there's any plots or anything like that going on. It's just kind of feast games and food and revelry or whatever. And it's family friendly. You can bring kids and stuff. But as far as plot and quests and stuff, that's the last one. So, uh, yeah, I think we'll probably try to get out more next year. Uh, being that it's much closer, you know, our game that we really enjoyed before was you know five, six hour drive. We first started; it made a little more sense as we didn't live near each other, that we could kind of double dip by larping and hanging out, visiting, since it was in between where we both lived, and a friend of ours lived out that way too. Now it doesn't quite; we at least don't have that excuse, um, so, uh, so it's just harder to commit. You know, three full days, basically, instead of a day and a half that most larping is. Right. How about your character? I had started with talking last year with one of the guys that we know. He was just kind. I think we were just talking in between mods about characters and not so much min-maxing, but just like what are some good ideas or good skills to have or whatever. And he was the one thing that I remembered was this one ability because you can take certain immunities in the game either through race, racial skills, or class features or something. The one he Brought up was immune to paralyzation being really useful for one reason or another. I mean, other than obviously not being paralyzed is good. Right. Because <laughs> I think some of the other things, like if you get pinned, you can still cast a spell on yourself to free, but if you can't do anything at all, you know, that's pretty, pretty detrimental. So, well, that is, it's also after reading all through the rules, some of the lesser dispel stuff will get rid of, or like free action is a skill that mm-hmm. you get rid of uh, pin and snare. Something else, but not paralysis. I see, right? It's further, you need like a better spell, so you need Mm -hmm. someone to have that and spend more mana, (laughs) right? For you. (laughs) And he had mentioned one of the races having it available pretty easily as half ogre, which I was like, oh, that sounds kind of interesting. Play half ogre and blah blah blah, whatever. Uh, but then I also found out one of the advanced classes, I think they call them professions, was undead hunter, had a lot of immunities. And basically all the skills were bonus damage to undead and immunities. (laughs) And so that was actually where I started with. I was like, well, that sounds cool. And kind of lends itself to just, that's a character in and of itself. Like you're an undead hunter. And so that was kind of where I started. And that was just basically all I planned the character from. And that and like simplicity was kind of where I was going. Like I didn't want to have to remember a lot of spells, a lot of abilities. Like if I could take all passives... (laughs) uh, I'd be happy, um, which can maybe get a little boring. Or I found, you know, I didn't have a lot of utility. Like, I kept getting asked, oh, you, either you pick locks? Does anyone fix armor? Can you heal? <laughs> I was like, nope, nope. Speak nope, this nope, language. Nope. Yeah. yeah, so maybe I'll examine that. Yes, yeah, so I just kind of wanted to be able to go and not have to keep that stuff in mind. Um, just because knowing in the past I've had that issue i guess where i kind of get in my own way by um, having to try to remember everything or being nervous that i'm going to forget something or regretting having abilities i didn't use that i forgot about and all that so sure it was more just like i just kind of want to be it simplistic um, but makes sense and still at least have something and we ran into an encounter where we fought some ghosts so i was satisfied and uh, swung some extra damage and then also with the makeup and stuff you know i played an orc in our other game and it was green face paint and another character that had purple face paint and i loved the more interesting races but again simplicity and ease of putting stuff together and i almost also was just going to be human but I was like, well, I'd make it a little more interesting, and went dwarf. So <laughs> it's kind of like dwarf or elf are your other two options, <laughs> like the next tier up from simplicity. And you know, dwarfs can be cool sometimes. So, and then I don't know that i would ever actually played outside of one or two D and D campaigns that were very brief. Right. And by chance, Evan had a pretty cool yarn dwarf beard thing that I wore. So I liked it. Um, so overall, I liked it, and uh, again, tried to make a simple, but effective costume. So yeah, I wore a little bit of armor and, that I had on me, and I actually had bought these, like, real metal bracers that I hadn't gotten to use yet, so I wanted to use those. I got from Etsy. Yeah, I actually wore these bracers I got off of Wish for a few bucks that were pretty nice, and also had not gotten to warn them yet. There you go. Uh, and again, didn't have much of a backstory other than it only came up once maybe, but it was more or less um, that maybe my dwarven clan are known for fighting the undead. <laughs> and I was sort of uh, either out as a rite of passage or to prove myself or whatever. Yeah, I think we lucked out on uh, our encounters this past weekend because we were new and we knew some people, which are like the two hotspots for quests and <laughs> LARPing. So like the people, you know, they'd send uh, an NPC into town to you know get some help and the people playing them didn't recognize us and so they like beelined for us (laughs) to introduce themselves and (laughs) tell us what's going on (laughs) we had just gotten ready and i think we stepped back outside to get something out of my car and then we talked to an npc and he needed help and then our friends were showing up checking in they're like oh so did you guys uh just want to sit down or you want to look around like well we got something to do (laughs) like oh you got a quest already (laughs) yeah yeah so that happened a couple times and then you know their characters have been around for years so they got all sorts of stuff going on that we got to help with so i don't know if we sat down at all (laughs) yeah we definitely lucked out and i know this is different for everybody's game and different games or whatever but kind of got the sense that like having something to do or a or a a mod or a quest is like i don't know a hot commodity like <laughs> very coveted after and i think in this case at least there was kind of a staff npc ratio issue maybe so being the last event of the year probably a lot of people wanted to play and and all that um, and it can be kind of a lot of work and demanding and a lot of like hurry up and wait if you npc sometimes so to have the you know NPCs available in the story and the plot and possible treasure or whatever <laughs> lends to uh, the demand and supply issue of, of modules coming out. But yeah, we lucked out and didn't have a dull moment really. I can't really even think of one. And we didn't stick around, stick around super long. Uh, we didn't go Friday night, and then we showed up a check-in around ten on Saturday and ended up leaving a little bit before the dinner time break. Um, but yeah, the whole time we doing stuff. Some of it um, we were just kind of tagging along. Um, Some of it was just sort of random that anyone could have done uh, as far as plot lines slash random quests that you get. So we had some classic help a farmer find his cow that was stolen by bandits. (laughs) Which I think actually had some subplot stuff going on if you had been involved in some other things. Might have actually had some backstory going on. Yeah, the guy that came to town to get us he was involved in the group this like underground farmer's union yeah they kept saying it and it sounded funny but it it sounded like it was actually like a powerful group of individuals all working together some kind of political end or something i don't know yeah it actually sounds like a really great story Uh, we did kind of an archaeological thing that somebody had either started the night before or an event before or something like that that a friend of ours was doing. We kind of just tagged along on. That was pretty interesting. Yeah, I had some fun mechanics and stuff. Yeah. This episode of 321 Leon Podcast is brought to you by LARP Box, a monthly subscription box for LARPers by LARPers. Go to LARPbox.com and use the promo code 321 podcast to receive 10% off your next purchase. The first thing we did was something connected to something that had been going on a long time this whole kind of political oh, right. rivalry and rebels and stuff like that. And the guy came to hook it and he's saying all these names of the people involved and we're just kind of like, uh huh, yeah. And he's like, as you know, Baron whoever, who now Prince whatever, <laughs> Duke whatever. We're like, uh huh, yeah, sure. <laughs> because if there's plot we hadn't caught up on it or found out really what the lore backstory is going on but it, that didn't handle us too much it was it was still kind of interesting and so yeah it was just kind of these hobgoblins that refused to leave that we had to either have them shape up or ship out basically one way or another and there were just a couple of guys playing all the hobgoblins but they did a good job of role-playing it and, and i don't know you fought the boss i don't know how that was like but he uh almost killed me in one hit <laughs> <laughs> right. the one thing that, no, one thing, one of the things that's really different from uh, our normal game is their numbers are way higher because this game's been going on for like 20 years or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, some of the characters have hundreds of hit points, you know, over 100 yeah. easily. Uh, and then with, them, with armor, who knows how much they can take. And so you can do like a critical hit, they call it a slay. And it does, I forget where it starts. I want to say 20, but it goes like up to 100. Right. <laughs> and I got hit with a 60 sleigh. And my health or my body points, armor points, and an armor spell, I had total 61. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was just me fighting this guy. And like the guys we were running with are like way higher level than us. They also did a really good job of modifying Mm-hmm. on the fly because it had just been the two of us going they would have gone easy I, not so much softballed but you know they wouldn't probably have thrown a 60 sleigh <laughs> yeah but we had I don't know four or five other guys that uh, you know have been there for a long time so but yeah it was a nice start it probably could have gone a bunch of different ways but it more or less uh, became just kind of kill all the hobby albums <laughs> we didn't try people... diplomacy at first <laughs> Yeah, a little bit, yeah. But it was hard since they didn't really speak the same language or something. And and also, we didn't know what was going on. So (laughs) as far as uh, legality, political (laughs) stuff or whatever. And yeah, everybody seemed to kind of do extra things as far as like, at the end, they'd ask a lot of questions to the marshal, be like, do I see more tracks? Can we tell who was there, or where they went? I look around for documents, that kind of stuff so there was kind of a a good bit of that which I don't know why I didn't expect that but found interesting I guess Like it seemed like there could have been more going on than just what you kind of showed up to do I guess and even in the one mod we did I don't know if they had more stuff planned or somebody thought of something and they were like yeah that makes sense and then they just kind of made up the rest as far as like we cleared out the one bandit camp and found some tracks when someone used a tracking skill and so we tracked to go try to find the leader or something like that And so I don't know if that was all planned and was just like if somebody tracks, they'll find these guys or they were like, yeah, that makes sense. And they just kind of extended the mod a little bit. Yeah, I could could have seen it going either way, you know. So we didn't do anything super plot heavy, although (laughs) we did help some friends do a thing and it was kind of most of the module was the players deciding what they wanted to do and kind of not being at odds but having two different ways it wanted to go or basically for and against the the people offering the job basically right so it was kind of inter- it was really interesting at first to kind of hear the stories and hear people's different perspectives and why people thought what and their opinions of these two different factions and blah 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 and so forth it did get a little old i guess when it was like every time someone else showed up or one thing changed we had to kind of like reiterate the whole thing again but like I, I don't think I really did anything the whole mod basically because I didn't know what was going on so I wanted to help but not be involved <laughs> because I wasn't really sure who was right or what even my character would do and like we said our friends that have been going pretty much the whole time for probably over 10 years basically deciding what they wanted to do and taking care of stuff which again was totally cool and just to kind of see how they handled it was interesting and nice of them to include us. Uh, But they kind of did their thing and then took care of it before I even got up to where the fighting was. (laughs) Yeah. I might have swung once. Yeah. But I was still interested to see how it played out and if, you know, not if there's necessarily right or wrong choices to be made, but if there would be unforeseen consequences or something would happen that we'd really have to, like, decide what to do in the moment, you know, like... Because some wizards wanted us to take out some other wizards who were working for some kind of army that was like right next to us or Mm -hmm. like a mercenary army or something. So there's kind of always this threat of like, hey, we might, you know, warn hundreds of people right next to us. We're doing something they don't like. (laughs) And then we're in trouble one way or another. So that was kind of the pressure of the situation. Plus whatever political stuff's going on behind the scenes that might have implications Which a lot of stuff's not necessarily my cup of tea as far as, like, the political stuff. Not that it's, like, when it's all talking and diplomacy, it's boring, necessarily. But I think it's just kind of maybe, like, a macro versus a micro plot. Like, maybe that's everybody, or maybe not, I'm projecting. But, like, I do think it's more interesting when it's more just, like, the people that you see and know in your game or in your town or whatever is kind of more the concern rather than, like... Just like real life, like some far-off king or queen know, <laughs> that are making decisions that are in a third-party kind of way affecting my life <laughs> or whatever. And like I said, we didn't really know what was necessarily going on. And yeah, I even asked <laughs> our friend at one point, because like, they started saying something about the kings and the blah, and I'm like, well, so what is our town's like feeling of this guy or allegiance or whatever? And he's kind of like, well, yeah, adventurers kind of do whatever they want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay yeah. oh, makes sense didn't you ask like someone was saying something like these rebels are blah 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 and you're like and the rebels are bad right <laughs> yeah basically and we don't want them to do that <laughs> yeah I think like, a- usually the rebels are the good guys <laughs> right and yeah and I think I said that at one point during that kind of political mod I was like it sounds like there's two bad guys (laughs) and we just have to pick which bad guy we don't like more (laughs) or which one we want to help in this case and that was kind of the party division or at least you know these players that had different stances or whatever and sometimes like the bleed for me is like feeling uncomfortable that two players are disagreeing other than like two like NPC and PC against each other like as it should be (laughs) in my mind (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sure, but it's like when two people it's like are they really arguing or <laughs> right, the characters arguing right. but I, I didn't get that maybe because again I wasn't that involved so I was kind of could just observe <laughs> but anyway it was interesting so yeah I didn't really have a bad time at all or yeah I don't know I maybe mean, that sounds negative but <laughs> there wasn't anything that I was like oh this is boring or dumb or you know what I mean I had a good time yeah I remember when we used to go you know we would just sit around the tavern for like ever <laughs> it felt like and i don't know whose fault that is. <laughs> it was ours our brothers because we just did what he said or again you can't expect to always have plot doing something for you sure and they have this you know who knows how many people playing right and if you hadn't heard the other episodes we talked about that this game's pretty big too i don't know that i got any actual numbers but i believe it's in the hundred hundreds hundreds of people that play Yeah, I didn't get that sense that there were that many there, at least that I saw at one time. Maybe if we had stuck around for dinner, we would have gotten a better idea. Right. It's not like, you know, the ones in Canada or Europe where there's like thousands of people or a whole town, (laughs) like an actual town, (laughs) Right. Uh, but big enough that multiple groups of people are doing stuff, you know, separately at the same time, whereas a Again, the game we've been kind of used to for the last couple of years is a bit smaller, so it's not uncommon for like basically everyone to do all the mods that happen. you know so we basically ran in a small party the whole time, and I had asked the next day about if we like what else happened, and they mentioned it sounded like there was kind of a big you know everyone fight where the at this site they're actually um. Little sets or building structures, I guess. So there's actually like a small castle and a fort that's pretty cool and a ship that I actually haven't been on yet. So it's a cool campground. Um, but I guess the fort was a a mimic or something. And yeah. so there were smaller mimics coming out of it or around it that people fought and then some people went into the fort, you know, inside the mimic to fight it. So that sounded pretty cool. But for the most part you can kind of do your own thing in your own group it seems like it's kind of more of the mo of this of this slurp and they have like random stuff around so you can have sometimes wandering monsters that you can encounter and they have cards and boxes and things that they leave out that you can take back to the plot shed and, and then do something that way um, so it's it has a variety of options so yeah yeah I enjoyed it so you think we'll be going back. Yeah, I don't know if we'll try to make every single event. Yeah, I'd like to get going at least, semi mean, regularly. And it'd be cool to, I mean, this is just how my mind works for a video game, like, balanced party. Huh. <laughs> like, if we had a couple more people that were around the same, like, level challenge rating or whatever, that would just kind of maybe always sort of make it feel um, balanced, I guess. But again, that wasn't the case at all, I think, <laughs> this weekend, but still had a good time. Uh, whether that was just our friends doing a good job of including us and helping us uh, kind of being quasi first timers to get the full experience and the plot and NPC players doing a good job of adjusting it and stuff like that yeah I, I don't know why I didn't expect this you know everyone that we really you know spent some time with was like super helpful and like they would explain things to us right away like Few times I didn't even have to ask what something was going on or what you know what certain mechanics worked and things like that. And we met one guy and he was an astral spellcaster like me, and he's like, "Oh, I love to see astral spellcasters. I know just about every spell, so if you need have any questions, let me know." <laughs> yeah, unprovoked, just uh, just says that. So definitely yeah, a good group. But, yeah. everyone uh, was super cool. And the game, I've been trying to think of this, like what's different about it or what's the style? And while I've mentioned on the show lots of times, I haven't had a ton of exposure. The style is definitely different than our last game, so it's mostly what I can compare it to. But it's not quite as, and this isn't meant to sound in a bad way, it's just trying to be descriptive, but it's a little less role-play and immersion-based. So there isn't always like tons of sets and costumes. They do some, which is cool, but it is a bit more like tell than show, I guess. And it feels a bit more like if if you wanted to get into LARPing and you used to playing Dungeons and Dragons, like this might be a good step because it felt like that a bit more. It felt more like talking about a situation with the dungeon master uh, or talking to the other players about some of the rules and stuff. Um, more so than like always being in character and trying to say things in an immersive way, like instead of being like, Oh, what kind of foam did you use to make that shield (laughs) and and paint? Did you buy at Walmart to be like, what steel did you forge that protective piece of equipment with?" (laughs) or whatever, you know, Uh, which again, totally different styles, not digging on one or the other. Um, But people have the preferences, you know, so I think it's kind of good to know it's, which you're getting into. Uh, and a couple people had super cool immersive costumes. Um, like our one buddy went and he was totally decked out in furs and uh, his whole face was painted and everything. And, and that might be it too. Like just depending on who you play with, it might be a slightly different experience. You know, some of the people doing plot or NPC might ham it up a bit more or just be a little bit better at like voices and characters and improv or whatever. Uh while some other people might be like super good at fighting and so you'll get that physical combat experience. But yeah, for the most part it feels I hate to use the word casual because it tends to have a negative connotation. <laughs> and not not so much casual as I mean like low Relax. pressure. Yeah, yeah. Kind of feel to it, where it's more like you kind of stand there and listen to what it's described rather than like making sure you're always, again, speaking a character and everything looks how it looks or whatever, you know? So it's a bit more loose. And yeah, it feels more kind of like the game and the points and the numbers and the systems are a bit more the emphasis or where the effort gets put a lot, again, more so than like our other game. Frontier Dawn spends a ton of time with the costume and makeup and those are always like crazy awesome. But, you know, the rule systems aren't that complicated because it's kind of an open system where at least it's a flexibility You know, so there's there's not as many specific options with the numbers getting real high like in this game, you know. So again, two different things that are both a ton of fun. And again, it might just all depend on who you're playing with that day. Yeah. (laughs) And definitely depending on the day or the older I get, (laughs) my preference probably (laughs) shifts a little bit. You know, like I said, I kind of wanted it to be simple and not a lot of pressure. And I still, you know, enjoyed enjoyed myself. And I think I maybe worked myself up a bit like ahead of time because I was worried about being out of character or uh, not knowing what's going on in the plot, you know. Uh, And then when that kind of wasn't as big of an issue, it kind of did make it easier to just sit back and relax and see how other people deal with it and appreciate the the current, be kind of more in the moment rather than in my head too much you know what I'm saying Word. so yeah but it was definitely good to get out there since past year has not been very LARP heavy for us despite our LARP podcast ownership <laughs> uh, passion project but yeah we liked it and we'll probably maybe try to have some of the people behind the scenes on the show sometime that'd be cool the last thing I always come up with for any character ever is a name <laughs> this time I went easy and just spelled my name backwards <laughs> Yeah. which is probably pronounced "nave," but I chose Navi, so a little cooler. There you go. I had just used a name I've been using a lot recently that I liked, so again not a ton of thought put into it. It was nice just to get out and go. It got me kind of, got my, my LARP juices flowing again. You know, it was definitely an itch that needed scratch and uh, you know, since uh, this is quite a bit closer, I'm sure we'll get around to doing it more. Trying to get my girlfriend involved, but we'll, I don't know, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if you're anywhere in the western Pennsylvania area, you can Google Circle of Swords or COS Quest, C-O-S Quest, uh, and you'll get all that information. Uh, as of this recording, there's just one more picnic event um, at Camp Bukoko in Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania on the 23rd of November. Cool, yeah, so they have a Facebook group you can join, uh, a Twitter account, lots of ways through the magic of the internet to get involved. And they have um, tabletop gaming conventions twice a year, too, which if are again, anywhere in Western Pennsylvania, come check out. And, yeah. Thanks for having us. Quest. <laughs> if you're listening. Thank you for listening, everyone. This has been 321 Leon Podcast. Visit nextlevelnerd.com. Check out all of our other podcasts. We cover movies, TV shows, comic books, gaming—all kind of fun stuff for nerds. Check out our Facebook page. We got uh, interesting articles that we find and tons and tons of memes for you to laugh at and share. Uh, you can find our shows and our Facebook and everything just Google or search Next Level Nerd anywhere. We appreciate you listening, and if you liked what you heard, give us a like, a subscribe, tell tell a friend. But until next time, LARP enthusiasts, thanks for listening. And remember, spread the word, spread the nerd. Oh, yeah, we liked it, and we'll probably, I guess, keep you updated on our harrowing adventures of our human dwarf. <laughs> I don't know what else at, I was getting at. I was going to say lazy characters, but lazy characters. Yeah. <laughs> Old man characters. Yes.